Hi, class. Um, I've posted, uh, uh, look forward for posting the assignment. And uh, so just like the last assignment is a group assignment, and you have to submit it as a group. Now, one person send an e the assignment to me, CC, rest of the team, and putting all their names in. So that's just like the previous assignment, uh, and it's a due date coming week. So if you have a question, you can write to me. Otherwise, please uh, uh, start with the next chapter. Okay. Now, in this chapter, what we will be talking about is we're talking about performance management, which is chapter nine. Now, what we're gonna learn about it is the fact that um, things that will help the managers, uh, you know, uh, what steps can I, as a manager, uh, take to make performance management uh, process more relevant and accept acceptable to those who will be affected by. Now we need to distinguish what's a what's a performance management process. How can we best fit our approach to performance management with the strategic direction of our department and business? Should managers or non-managers be appraised from the multiple perspective, for example, by those above or by those below, by peers and by the customers. Um, what strategy should we use to train raters at all levels in the mechanic of performance management and in the art of giving feedback. What would be effective way or what would an effective performance management process look like? Now, what's a performance management? Performance management is a kind of compass that indicates person actual direction as well as a person desired direction. So it shows which direction he's going. Is he going to the better direction, to your direction that you set up, or a different direction? And what is, you know, a, a real desired direction? It requires willingness and commitment to focus on improving performance at the level of individual or a team every day. So everyday work. Managers, many managers incorrectly, you know, equate, equate the performance management with a performance appraisal. These are two different things and they are different. The performance appraisal is about administrative exercise typically done once a year. And it's to identify and discuss the job relevant strength and weakness of individual or work team. The performance management demand, on the other hand, it's daily work, not annually. See, that one is annually, this is daily. 
and attention from every manager. So it's not only from yourself, but from all the managers. That's the difference between performance management and performance appraisal. Now, when we want to do a performance element, performance management, you should be aware of what's the elements of performance management system. Is to performance management goal is to energize employee performance. Now, to do that, you need to define the performance. You need to set up the objective, what things he needs to accomplish. The second thing, you need to provide or facilitate performance. They provide the resources. And the last thing you want to do that you need to encourage, encourage the performance, provide timely rewards that are valued for by employees. You want to make sure these rewards are valued by the employees. Now, defining a performance, managers should pay attention to the following key elements. We need to define the performance. We need to pay attention to these. First of all is the goal. Goal setting has a proven track record of the success in improving performance. You need to set up a goals. Without a goal, it's just going to be wishy-washy and lost. Second thing, you need to measure. The manager must be able to measure the extent to which a goal have been accomplished. So you need to some kind of a, a unit measurements to see how far this goal has been or reached to the goal has been, it's been accomplished. What's the percentage? And then you have the assessment, which is a regular on a progress toward the goal focus, the attention uh, and the effort of the employees or a team. How you need to do assessment, how far they are from the goal, how fast they're going, and how slow or behind or lacking, whether they have done it. Now, in the performance facilitation and encouragement, the aspect of the performance facilitation, you need to make sure that you're eliminating all the roadblock for the successful performance. You don't give him a job without giving him or giving her enough tools to perform. Secondly, providing adequate resource to get a job done right and on time. So it means if he needs money, if he needs machineries, if he needs more time, you need to give him an adequate uh, resources. And paying careful attention to selecting employees. Now, performance encouragement involves providing a sufficient number of reward that employee really value in a time fashion and in a fair manner. If he's not interested in a promotion, he's more interested in more cash, so you give him more cash. In the time fashion matter, you need to give that feedback in the right timing for, for the person. For example, the fairness, um, important practice that you need to do. You have a voice, a collected, collect employees' input through the surveys or interviews. So you need to see their uh, input. Uh, then consistently ensure all the employees are treated consistently. When seeking uh, input and communication about the process, 
for administrating reward. So they're being communicated. First of all, you, you get their old feedbacks and interview, you do them interview. They're being communicated how the reward is gonna get, what kind of reward according to the accomplishment. Relevance, include reward that employee really care about. As we said in the previous sample, uh, slide, we said maybe he's more interested than salaries than a promotion. So you need to connect these most important things that for the employees. Uh, communication, explain clearly the rules and the logic uh, of the reward process. How this reward caused by what and how it's going to get it and when he's going to get it. So the purpose of performance appraisal system why do we need a performance appraisal first of all we need to do you know the management or the employment need to make a decision whether they hire more train people more all these things you need to see the employee feedback the god of the work and the environment of the work you need to do the criteria in test validation whether where you've been giving reward or things in regard of the accomplishment, is it good or not, valid or not. The objective of the training program is the training is meeting the objective, and we need also the diagnosis of the organization problem that help us, the purpose of performance, help us to understand where is the weakness and how we can fix it or strengthen the weakness. Now, the requirement for effective appraisal system, first of all, you need to legally and scientifically, the key requirement of appraisal of any appraisal system has to be relevant, also relevance, sensitivities, and reliability. In the context of ongoing operation, the key requirements are, should be acceptable, accept, acceptabilities, and should be practiced or practice abilities. We'll talk about each one of them separately. In the relevance, which is the first one, implies there are a clear link between the performance standards for a particular job and the organization objective. So if he's doing something should be related uh, uh, to the organizational uh, objectives and goals. A critical job element identified through a job analysis and the dimension to be traded on them. So we need to look at the, uh, we analyze the jobs and what they're supposed to do, what the, each job and how they are connected to each other and how they meet the, uh, the organizational objective. In the performance standards, the translated job requirement into level of acceptable or unacceptable employee behavior. So you do kind of a, a break between what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Play a critical role in the job analysis performance applies. Job analysis identify what to be done. So when you do a job analysis, is basically you break down the job and see these tasks belong to this job, and then how it's supposed to be done. It's not a job position. It's not about position. It's a job analysis. 
So the job analysis is what kind of a task to be done. And the performance standards specify how well to be done. So once you, you have, uh, you break down the, the task for that job and then how it's to be done, how it's supposed to be well done, acceptable or non-acceptable level. So the relationship of a performance standard to a job or work analysis and performance appraisal is job on work analysis. This, in the job or a work analysis, uh, we describes work and personal requirements of a job a particular job. So we break down and says, uh, we describe work and personal requirement for doing that job. Now the performance standard, we translate job requirement into levels of acceptable and non-acceptable. So you put acceptable if he's producing 100 units, non-acceptable if he's producing less than 50 units. Then you do a performance uh, appraisal. So describe the job relevant strength and weakness of the individual or team. Once you do this uh, process of acceptable and non-acceptable, then you can see, and you have some kind of a benchmarking, you can tell uh, where is the weakness of individual or the team. When we talk about sensitivities and reliabilities, and this is in the this part, which is reliabilities and sensitivities, we need to talk about the sensitivity, which is implied the performance appraisal system is capable of distinguish effective for effective from non-effective performance. So you have to set up some kind of a measurement so it can distinguish between effective and non-effective. If it's not effective then the appraisal system can be used for any, cannot be used for any administrative system. So if you don't have the clear cut right measurement, then should not be used for any administrative system. The other thing that you need to look at it is consistency of judgment. Appraisal for any given employee may be raters working independently of one another, should agree uh, closely. The raters should work, come and agree on certain things because, and this is how you're supposed to rate the people. And uh, that's very important. So that can be, there is a reliability on the, on the judgment. Now, we have something called acceptabilities and practicality, which is, is belong to this part of the second part, which is an ongoing operation. See, the first one is the legal and scientifically how these things are supposed to be. While the operation is going, what's the key requirement has to be acceptable and has to be a practic practical. Now, so, in case of acceptabilities, appraisal systems that are acceptable to those who will be affected by them to lead. So they should be clear, know the measurement, and should be acceptable. More favorable reaction to the process, they do 
understand it and they do accept it, that will be increasing more motivation, become more increase the motivation to improve the performance. So it first of all, it's going to be a more favorable favorable reaction if it's if they accept these these evaluation or appraisal, they will be more uh, you know uh, favorable to the reaction and they will be doing these to meet the standards. The second will make them more motivated and also will increase the trust uh, for the top management from employees. The practicalities or a practical way, it implies the appraisal instrument that are easy uh, for managers and employees to understand. It has to be simplified, unified units there and easy to understand it. Now, um, there is other ways of uh, appraising employee performance. There's what you call the behavior-oriented uh, rating method, which is, there's two kinds, which is one is called uh, a relative rating system, which is compare the performance of employees to that of other employees. So you, you're just comparing Mr. S, X, and Mr. Y, uh, their performance to each other. And there is what you call absolute rating system, which is evaluate each employee in a term of uh, performance standard without reference. So there is a 10 rate and you evaluate it against these tens. The first one, there's the X, Mr. X and Mr. Y, you evaluate them against each other. The second type is of the uh, appraising uh, employee performance is a result-oriented rating method, which is a place primarily emphasis on what an employee pr produces. This is done mostly in the field of sales. So what's, what kind of a sales the employee, the salesperson has been generated most of the times, but it's applicable to many other cases too. Now, what we have behavior-oriented rating method, there is many kind. We will discuss some of them. One of them is like a narrative essays, ranking, paired comparisons, force distribution, behavioral checklist, critical incident, a graphic rating scales, and behavioral anchored rating scales or bars. These are different type of behavior-oriented rating method. Now, ranking, which is the first one, uh, the second one, uh, simple ranking, ranking only that a rater order all employees from the highest to the lowest, from the best employee to the worst employee. So he brings the ten, uh, five employees and says, X is better, top best, than B, then D, then, you know, he rate them uh, in a paper. Um, alternative ranking other requires that rater initially list the employees on the sheet. So he puts everybody's name and, and then, he or she, from this list, he or she uh, choose the best and the worst employee, then alternative from the top to the bottom says, well, um, uh, this is the best, five star, four star, three star, something like that. Now, um, there is something called a force distribution, which is, you know, if you're taking some 
kind of courses in a math and math a statistics, you will know what's the, the, the normal distribution. But overall distribution is a rating is forced into a normal or a bell shape. So you see that, you know, the assumption that a relatively small portion of employees is truly outstanding, a relatively small portion unsatisfactory and everybody's. It is like a bell shape. I think you've seen it in, in the graph. And in the middle is the average people with the really good ones is a very small on the right and really bad one, very small on the left. This is the assumption is taken. So when you, the elements at this is that on the middle, uh, at the top of the distribution, which is the extreme right or rated leniency, which is they're really, really good, and there are not many of them. Then at the bottom, the other side, you have the distribution of the distribution, which is the ones really, really bad or unsatisfactory, which is a rated severities. And the, the rest, a majority is in the middle, which is called central tendencies. It's just like uh, the 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 in IQ test. You see the, the the distributions of IQ: extremely smart, or genius, average, and idiot, or stupid. The result-oriented rating method, management by objective. This is a very interesting one. MBO, management by objective. Process of managing that relies on a goal setting to establish ob uh, stab, uh, objective. So you, it is a managing process of managing that relays. You put goals in in what objectives in the goal to establish your objectives. What's the objective you need to to, to have to reach each one in order to meet the requirement of the organization. So the objective could be the organization as a whole uh, or each department or each manager with each department and it could be each employee. The measure of each employee's contribution to the success of the uh, organization. So once you put the objectives and then you put the employees, how each object they are trying to deliver, accomplish, and uh, that's what uh, once they're accomplishing, all these objectives will be resulting to the goal, ultimate goal of the organization. So it's called management by objectives or MBO. Is MBOs to, uh, to establish objectives. So now when you have goal, you have goals made of uh, certain objectives and these are how to establish the objective. Uh, to establish the objectives, the key people should meet to agree on the major objective for a given period of time. Is to develop a plan of how and when this objective will be accomplished and agree on the measurement tools for determining whether the objective has been met. Uh, I, I think you just need to look at it. It is a straightforward, you know, people sit together, set up the objectives, 
which is these objectives will accomplish the goal. Now you need to develop a plan how to meet these objectives, each one of them, and you need to get a, a measurement of whether you are met the objective or you're in a way of getting your objective, how fast you're reaching, how slow, and all these things. So these are the three main concepts in it. There is a similar thing that for MBA management by objective is something called working plan, planning and review. It's very similar and it's placed, except it's placed a greater emphasis on periodic review. So every six months, every three months of work plan by both supervisor and subordinate in order to identify the goal attained, problems encountered and need for a training. It just uh, <clears throat> every six months or every year or every three months or, you know, there is a meeting between the supervisor and subordinate to tell them what, have we accomplished that goal? What kind of a problem we are encountering while accomplishing or not accomplishing the goal? And what kind of a training do we need for it? Now, um, evaluating a performance. When you want to do an evaluating your performance, the possible raters, uh, it should be people who your immediate supervisors. It can be peers. It can be subordinate. It could be self-appraisals, as I sent to you. And it could be customer served. So you give it to the customer and they can rate that for you. But a leader behavior to build a trust and employee response to them. When you're a supervisor or a manager, you need to be a leader and you need to take certain things into consideration and for you and for the team that you are leading. A leader behavior to, is to build a trust, make realistic comments, uh, follow through the promises that you've given, keep other informed, show support and avoid the blame, don't blame anyone, share the information and protect those not present. That's in as a leader characteristics and things that you need. Now the team that you lead, you should see these in them. Are they, is their willingness to follow the manager lead? Willingness to take a feedback. Are there, is there any perception of fair treatment? Uh, increase innovation and creativity with the team. Is there an increase of that? Are they higher satisfaction, more satisfied? And are they more increased effectiveness in them? Now, as we said, you can be a supervisor of one person, individuals, or a team. So type of teams, there is work or service teams, and there is what you call intact teams engaged in a routine task. Every day they do the same thing of routine. Then you have the project team, excuse me. Teams assembled for a specific purpose and expected to do disband once their task is completed, just like implementation of software or building a, a, a house. That's a project team. And then you get the network team, which is teams that include members, not constrained by the time, 
or a space or membership, and it's not limited to an organization, but could be you bring in people from outside in a different timing, they can do any time they do the work, and this is what you call a network team. In the types of appraisal error, so when you do appraisal, you might fall into a rare error. Some of the error that you might fall in it is uh, called the hollow error, is that when you're assigning his or her rating on the base of a global good or bad impression of raters. So it's not, you know, you just rated to somebody globally good or somebody who's not related to the job, how good he is. The second thing, the contrast error, which is rater compares several employee to one another than to an objective standard of performance. Maybe you have five members and all five of them are lousy and not accomplishing anything. You cannot rate them to each other because all of them are not accomplishing. So that's what you call a contrast error might you fall. And then when you call a recency error, which is uh, a rater assign his or her rating on the base of the employee most recent performance. So he is rating uh, according to his recent you know, uh, 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 performance. Uh, and not current performance. So in this chapter, what we talked about it, we talked about the performance management, we talked about performance appraisal, we did about performance uh, facilities, how we gonna do uh, performance eng engagement, what's the relevance, performance standard, we need, if there is a sensitivity, reliability, accessibility, practical, we need to have all these in the performance. Um, applicant group, whether, uh, you know, we talk different about the different groups, uh, behavior-oriented rating method. We talked about the relative uh, rating system, the absolute rating system. And we spoke about result-oriented rating, narrative essays, uh, simple thing ranking. Uh, Paired, and also we, the second half, we talked about the force distributions, the chi, the, the bell shape, leniency, severity, the middle central tendency, the liquid method of a summit rating and management by objective. We spoke about different error, like a hollow error, contrast error, recency error, and, and uh, uh, that's end of the uh, discussion we spoke earlier, previous chapter about the the destructive criticism. Now, um, as we said, I'm going to post your second assignment, and it's a group assignment, and it's about uh, you know exactly the same thing uh, as as the previous assignment. One person will be sending me a sign on behalf of the team, CC the rest of the team, and want to make sure he puts their names and their ID students in the assignment uh, so I can easy to refer to them. Well, thank you very much and have a good one. Bye-bye.